too often as entrepreneurs, we forget to really stop and smell the roses. We forget to reflect on what's gone well. We forget to praise ourselves, to really congratulate ourselves for all that we've achieved. And the reason that we do that is because our brains are busy. Our minds are feeling creative most of the time. I don't know about you, but I've always got a notepad on the go for new ideas, new things I want to create, new pieces of content I want to pull together. And so there's very little time sometimes to stop and reflect on the things that have gone well and the things that have not gone so well so that we can take the learning and do it better next time. This is the Building Online Sales Success Podcast, helping you to build, market and sell your offers online. I'm Rachel Howarth, and I'll be sharing the strategies that are allowing me and my clients to create online success. Sales can be easy, not sleazy. And in this show, you'll get to see behind the curtain and discover the sales secrets that will create the impact, income and freedom that you have been dreaming of. It's time to stop doubting yourself and start creating the business that you truly deserve. What often happens is one of two things. We either don't reflect at all or we reflect too much and we end up judging ourselves, beating up on ourselves and dragging ourselves into a place where, you know, we don't have a good mindset about a particular scenario, situation, launch, project, initiative, whatever it is that you are reflecting on. We either don't reflect at all or we drag ourselves into a state of negativity. And of course, neither of those things are fair on us. But as entrepreneurs, we're so busy, we don't stop and think about that. We just plow on forward, moving at a rate of knots to try to get stuff done. And so this episode is all about bringing reflective practice into your business, into your coaching practice, into your consulting business, whatever type of business that you're running, I'm a big advocate for reflective practice without judgment. So reflecting to take the learning, not to drag ourselves down by overthinking, by beating up on ourselves and just judging ourselves. So I've got some questions that I would like to ask you. These are reflective questions that I've designed that I use with my coaching groups and I use also on myself. So when I need to reflect on a particular project or initiative, things that I've been working on, when I need to reflect, I usually take myself off to my favourite hotel or coffee shop or spa and I sit and I reflect on these questions, okay? So I'm going to ask these questions to you, probably too fast for you to be able to write down your answers. So you might want to listen back to this with a notepad and pen. You might want to listen back to this when you're able to stop and pause and write and then hit play again and go again. So whatever it is that serves you best, but I'm going to ask you a series of questions, okay? These questions have been designed in a particular order as well. So the order is important. So let's reflect on a period without judgment. It could be 
a month, a quarter, it could be a project that you're working on. So let's reflect on that period now. The first question is, what are you grateful for about that particular period or project? What is it that you feel grateful for? The next question is, what have you learned from that period or project? What are the things that you really learned? The things that now when you sit and think back, you had a dawn of awakening. You had a certain moment where you were able to see something with more clarity than you've ever been able to see it before. Maybe you learned something from your audience or from your team or from the way that you approach that particular task. What is it that you learned? Question number three. Who have you met or connected with during that period or project that's felt really good for you? You know, I, I did a previous episode about surrounding yourself with the right people, building your inner circle, your tribe, your trusted network. We meet these people along the way all the time. And some people pass us by and other people really stand out. They really stand out as being people that we want to know people whose opinion we want to seek out, people that we just want to hang out with. So who have you met or connected with that's felt really good for you? Okay, question number four. What did you try in this particular project or period that worked? What did you try that worked well for you? And the second part of that question, the follow-up question the obvious question is, and what did you try that didn't work? So really try to lean into what worked and what didn't work and do this without judgment. Do not say that only worked because I did this. Do not say that only didn't work because I'm rubbish at this. I'm awful at that. Do not judge yourself. Detach yourself from the outcomes and try to look at things holistically try to look at things as a third party not as the person that was in the thick of that particular project or period okay try to look at things from an outside perspective what did you try that worked what did you try that didn't work okay next question what was it that made you smile most that might sound like a funny question but there's a reason for this what was it that made you smile most? Maybe just me asking you that question, the first thing that comes into your mind that brought that little smile on your face, what was that? The thing that made the corners of your mouth turn up. What was it that made you smile? And then taking that to one step beyond, what was it that made you feel really happy? Maybe the corners of your mouth turning up turns into a big cheesy grin now, yeah? What, what was it that made you feel happy? Now, it could be who made you feel happy. Was it a person that made you feel happy? Yeah, what was it that made you smile most? And what was it that made you happy? Or who? Okay. Final question in this little batch is who inspired you on this project or in this period? Who inspired you and how did they inspire you? Make a note of these things. 
Okay, what was it about that person, the situation that inspired you? Okay, so the next part of this reflective practice is to rate yourself out of 10 in four key areas. And these areas are, and I'm going to explain each one, but in summary, these areas are doing, being, thinking and feeling. Rate yourself out of 10 for doing, being, thinking and feeling. So firstly, doing. What did you do? What were the things that you did? Rate yourself out of 10 for the things that you did. Yeah, the actions that you took. The next is for who you were being. So rate yourself out of 10 for who you were being in this project or period. Who were you being? Were you being a version of yourself? Were you being your true self? Were you leaning into, you know, an up-leveled version of yourself? Rate yourself out of 10 for who you were being in this project or period. The next part is thinking. Rate yourself out of 10 for what you told yourself. What were the stories that you were telling yourself, the things that you were thinking throughout the period or project? Rate yourself out of 10 for what you were thinking. And the last part is feeling. Rate yourself out of 10 for how you were feeling during that period or project. Okay. Now, once you've got your reflective scores out of 10 for doing, being, thinking and feeling, I now want you to project those scores for the future. So it could be if you were doing this project or going through that period again, what would you want your scores to be? Or it could be that let's say you've just been reviewing January. Now you might want to project your scores for February. Yeah. Or it might be that you were reviewing a particular launch period, in which case I'm inviting you to set your scores for the next time that you launch. So now you've got your reflective scores, your retrospective looking back scores for doing, being, thinking, feeling, and you've got some forecasted scores for how you want to be uh, doing, being, thinking and feeling next time. So now it's time to really think about the goal that you want to create, the outcome that you want to create, next period, next project, whatever it means for you. So I want you to reflect on the questions and the scores and really think about what is it that you want to create? Let's say it's for a particular month in your business. Write down clearly what the result is that you would like to create and start to put some detail around the doing, being, thinking and feeling. Maybe using some of what you learn in the reflective questions, start to really design your most successful month ever, your most successful launch ever your most successful period, project, campaign, whatever that is for you, okay? It might be that you write some descriptive words. It might be that you start getting excited about what's possible for you. But the one thing that you must never do is judge. Because when we reflect and we judge, it takes away the value of all the learning. And really the whole point of reflection is to be able to recognize if I was going to do this again next time, how would I want it to be different? What have I learned that will allow me to reflect, 
refine and repeat. Because it's only when we do something over and over and over again that we get better and better at it. Think about it, right? People who go off and win gold medals at the Olympics, they don't do something amazing the first time that they ever do it. They have to practice. Look at, you know, actors, actresses, how many times when they are shooting a Hollywood blockbuster, do they get told by the director, cut, go again, cut, do it again. It's only through reflective practice and repeating, repeating, refining, repeating some more, do we get really good at doing something. But we never get the ability to try and try and try again and improve if we spend our time in judgment. So we've got to be able to tell ourselves the right stories. We've got to be able to, you know, stifle that imposter syndrome, quit that comparison voice that holds us back. We've got to be able to overcome those things. So I invite you to put reflective practice into your business. Time block it. Put an hour aside every month to do this exercise save the link to this podcast, share it with a friend who you think might also benefit from reflective practice. Because I promise you, when you start really leaning into what it is that you need to learn and do differently and better next time without judgment, suddenly your results get bigger, your success gets more repeatable and great things start to happen. So I've really enjoyed sharing this with you. This is a practice that I feel really, really passionate about. And I know when I ran this session with the ladies in my online sales confidence accelerator program a couple of weeks ago, they absolutely loved it. We had so many breakthroughs, so many light bulb moments that I thought I absolutely must share it on my podcast with you. So I hope that you've enjoyed it. Thank you as ever for being here. I appreciate every single one of you for listening to this podcast. And of course, if you enjoy this podcast, please do share it with the people that you know, your business besties, anybody that you think is trying to build online sales success and might get some benefit from these episodes. So thanks for being here and I'll see you next time. So that's it for today. I hope that you've enjoyed this episode. If growing your business is a big priority right now and you'd like to get my feedback on how you could move forward with bigger and faster success, then take part in my free personal assessment. It's called Next Best Opportunity and I get back to you within three days of you answering 20 questions about your business and goals and I give you my tailored feedback. If that sounds like something that you would like to do, then just click the link below in the show notes or head over to my Instagram and have a chat with me in the DMs over there. 